John chapter 3, verse 1 onwards. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Verse 2. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, one, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Most assuredly I say to you, we speak what we know and testify what we have seen and you do not receive our witness if i have told you earthly things and you do not believe how will you believe if i tell you heavenly things no one has ascended to heaven but he who came down from heaven that is the son of man who is in heaven and as moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness even so must the son of man be lifted up that whatever that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life for god did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved we're going to stop right here we read from verse we read from verse we read from verse 1 to 17 and there are certain um, scriptures that the spirit of the lord wants to highlight emphasize here and we're just going to go through those scriptures here let's just go to verse 1 and 2 there was a man of the pharisee named nicodemus a ruler of the jews now a man's name is given and his title or his job description is given he is a man his name is Nicodemus and he was a ruler of the Jews that means he had authority in his hands and this man came to Jesus by night why did he come by night he didn't want other people to see him during the day or if I came to Jesus during the day then people will think that I don't know much or you know I need help and all kinds of things how many times how we felt that way how many times we might have felt that way that if I ask this question then I will be thought as this I don't know or people may think that I'm dumb and you know what I don't want to ask and what if I am embarrassed by someone or what if I'm put down by someone and I don't want to ask in front of people maybe I can try to just sit down and google it on my own and try to somehow figure it out and find out the answers and and there are times that you can get a little bit here and there but when you have 
a disease, when you have a sickness, it is important that you go to the doctor and get your blood work done. How many of you know that Google can't do blood tests for you? You need to go to the hospital and get your MRIs done. And those things cannot be done sitting at home. You need to go to the specialist and get those things taken care of. And once you get the reading, you need to see what needs to be done and you follow up with whatever you need to get done. When it comes to our soul, God is the maker of our bodies and he breathed his living breath into man and man became a living soul. He is the manufacturer of our being, our bodies, our souls, our spirits. And so when we need this to be fixed, we need to go to the owner and the manufacturer or the maker of our bodies. Whether it's physical healing, whether it's emotional healing, whether it's mental healing, whether it's relational healing, whether it's financial need, whatever it may be, the best thing for us to go to is, or turn to is, from where your help can come from, the one who really knows you through and through. He knows every thought in your mind. He knows every cell in your body. He knows you're sitting down and you're rising up. He knows us. And... He cares about us. He made us with love. He cares about us. So this God who made man, he is the only one who can deal with mankind, his problem, whatever he needs, spiritually, physically. We can try to fix things, but we really can't make things brand new. We cannot. But when we take it to the manufacturer, you know how many of you uh, would have had problems with something you bought and you had warranty and you sent it back to the manufacturer? And they will take it and say it has a two-year warranty and so they will fix it and give it to you for free. You don't have to pay anything. And if they're not able to fix it, they will give you a new one, replacement. If you don't do that and you say, I will try to fix it myself at a home, Try to open up your own laptop and try to take your, you can try, maybe change a hard drive or something. But if something is really wrong with your laptop and you just got it, is it wise for you to open it up yourself and try to see how you can fix it? Or you can call the warranty company and send it, ship it. Many times we do that. We take matters into our own hands. When God says, I can fix you, I can fix your body. I can fix your mind, I can fix your soul, I can fix your family, I can fix your finances. We say, oh no Lord, no, no. Some people are even lazy to even take that and say, oh I have to go to that UPS store and I have to stand in that long line. Let me try to do it myself. And how many of you have had the experience that you broke something while doing it and you say, oh my God, what did I do? I should have just gotten up and I should have just mailed it. God says, you don't have to go through that process where you face a loss. And you install something on your own or you mess it up. And they'll say, you messed it up. So the warranty, warranty is waited. God is speaking to hearts today. Only God says, 
even if you mess it up, bring it back. Bring it back. I'm never going to say that the warranty is void. But if you don't bring it back, then you're going to sit with the broken thing. Trying to figure it out and figure it out and figure it out and figure it out. We see in John chapter 3, that which is of the spirit is of the spirit. God is spirit. He breathed his breath into us. Only he can fix us. Our bodies, our souls, our innermost being, the conflict that we can even have on the inside that a lot of times we don't even understand. What is going on in my head? What is going on in my emotions? Why am I like this? Oh, why am I not like this? How come? I am like this. And many times people feel I'm the only one who's like this. God says, well, even if you feel like you're the only one who's like this, and you broke it, and you messed it up, God says, bring it back. Bring it back. Nicodemus went nighttime to Jesus Christ. He was thinking, let me go at nighttime. But you know what Jesus didn't say? Well, Nicodemus, you are such a ruler of the synagogue, and you have too much pride, don't you? You're coming during nighttime because you don't want anybody to see you and you want to find the answers and you want to sneakily go away. I'm not going to give you the answers. Come on. Your time is 10 a.m. tomorrow. While I'm there by that mountainside and while I'm preaching, come on, in front of everybody, I will give you the answers. Did Jesus do that? No. When Nicodemus went to Jesus Christ during nighttime, even though Jesus saw that, that this guy didn't want to come in front of other people, and it was nighttime. Jesus was so tired, he should have slept. Jesus stayed up for Nicodemus. Jesus answered Nicodemus. Nicodemus came and he said, Oh, Jesus, you're such a good teacher and all these things. And Jesus goes straight to the heart of the matter. God will not waste your time. He will not let you waste his time. It's a very good thing. Thank God for that. God gets right to the heart of the matter because he loves us so much. John chapter 3 says, God so loved you. Even if you come during the night time and say, God, I don't want to come during the day. I'll come during the night and let's see what happens. Let me see what will happen. God says, it's okay. I'm happy that you came. You see the love of God? You see the love of God? God loves us so much. He is happy that we come to the presence of God, even if it's nighttime, even if it is an inconvenience to Jesus, even if he sees that you have pride, or even if he sees that you have fear. He says, I'll tell you the way to get rid of all those things and get to the most important thing, which is the matter of your soul. And eternity. The Bible says when your soul prospers, your body will prosper. Your finances will prosper. And every area of your life will prosper. So Nicodemus comes to Jesus Christ and he says, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. I'm going to stop right here. One thing Nicodemus knew was, this Jesus Christ is doing miraculous signs and wonders. That means the power that he has is not ordinary power. It's not something that's from 
the needs from this earth. He doesn't say some magic word and try to do some little magic thing over here, no. He's raising the dead. He's healing people who are blind, born blind. He is opening deaf ears and he is healing the lepers and he is full of compassion. This Jesus is not like anyone that I've ever seen. And Nicodemus says, I want to go talk to him. You know the good thing is, Whatever it was, Nicodemus made the attempt to go see Jesus. Even though it was nighttime, he said, I got to go to Jesus. I got to go to Jesus. I got to go to Jesus. When you make that effort to go meet with Jesus, he meets with you wherever you are. You take four steps. He takes 12 steps to get to where you are. It was nighttime. It was the time when Jesus should have slept. Jesus sacrificed, not only on the cross, even before that, for a single person. A person who came to Jesus, he had a need. He didn't even say what his need was. He was just trying to, you know, like a lot of people, before they can ask something, they'll say, oh, how sweet you are, and you know how good you are, and do you know how much I like you? We'll just listen, okay, get to the matter. What do you want now? Jesus got to the heart of the matter. He said, oh, Nicodemus, let me tell you this. The most important thing is not just what you see on this realm, not even that I'm a good teacher and I'm from God. Think about you. You know about me. But do you know about yourself? Do you know about yourself? Do you know about your future? Do you know Nicodemus? Assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus, you are a teacher indeed. And you can actually see what most people see, which is, Blind eyes open, deaf ears open, people are getting healed. And you're saying, oh, I can see that you are a teacher from God. That's how much you can see, Nicodemus. But I want to open your eyes to something that you're blind to. I'm opening your eyes today for you to see something that is of great worth. And he says, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. God is bringing to Nicodemus something that he was not aware of, something that he never heard about. It was new to him, and Jesus Christ is introducing something to him. A person who came in the night time, he came for something, obviously. He didn't come to hear this. Do you know what? When Jesus Christ spoke to him, he knew that this is the most important thing. Even what he came for, you don't even see that over here. The conversation went to something else. Why do you think he came nighttime? Because it was important for him. He had something. You might be here today due to something. But God says, I see you through and through. I love you more than you know. And I'm getting to something that's most important for you, which will take care of everything. Everything. With Nicodemus, Jesus showed him something that he never saw before. He said, Nicodemus, if you're not born again, you cannot even see the kingdom of heaven. You cannot see the kingdom of God. 
I want you to see the kingdom of God, Nicodemus. I want you to see the kingdom of God. This is the most important, and Nicodemus is telling him, how can a man be born the second time when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, verse 5, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. God is saying something. Nicodemus, you have a spirit on the inside. There has to be a rebirth taking place on the inside in your spirit because your spirit man has not been born into the kingdom of God. Unless you're born into the kingdom of God, you cannot even see the kingdom of God. But when you're born into the kingdom of God, you can not only see, you can actually go in. I want to tell you this. Being born into the kingdom of God is not something that happens now and so that when I die, I can see and go into the kingdom of heaven. That happens when we die. We will see and go into the kingdom of heaven. But you know what? When we are born in our spirit in the kingdom of God, we begin to see and experience the kingdom of God right here. Right here. Because once we are born, we are placed into the kingdom of God. God opens our spiritual senses. Our spiritual eyes open up. Our spiritual ears open up. Our spiritual sensory organs open up. Do you know that your spirit man has spiritual senses? Unless God comes and causes it to be born. It's just there. Like a baby that needs to be born. But not yet born. Until that life goes in. The Spirit of God alone can breathe His life into the Spirit of man. Where suddenly that which is dead is quickened. And all of a sudden, the person who is dead is now given life and they are placed into the kingdom of heaven. I want to take you to verse 8. The wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Now there are some people who say, well, if God is real, let me see a picture of him. Show me scientifically. Let me see a scan or an x-ray or, you know, whatever it is. Can I see God? Let me tell you this. For a person who is made of flesh and bones, it is just a tent. If we try to bring God to our level and try to reach God who is spirit and the world is spirit realm that we cannot see feel or touch unless this is awakened and quickened by God we have no access to that realm try to comprehend the supernatural with our physical senses will not happen because that is a whole different world. We cannot touch, feel, smell, hear, see something that is at a whole different realm unless there's this work of God that is done on the inside where God comes and causes this birth to take place. God is speaking to us today. Our life on earth in Christ is not for after we die. No. It is 
right now, right here. Right now, right here. He quickens our souls. He quickens our bodies. It's not that, oh, I have Jesus, and I know when I die, I'll go to heaven. But now I have to somehow cross over. God, can you give me a walking stick? Lord, can you give me a crutch? No. God says, if I come into your life, I make all things brand new. He touches every area of our life. As the Lord spoke to us during worship, not a single area of our life will go untouched by God Almighty. He touches our bodies. He heals our bodies. He heals our souls. He heals our minds. He heals every part of our being. When God comes in, whatever is not of God will exit out. When light comes in, darkness will go. When God comes in, whatever is binding us, whatever is keeping us from, inheriting that which God wants us to inherit right here on earth, which is physical prosperity, emotional prosperity, mental prosperity, financial prosperity, God says. When he comes in, he makes you an inheritor of eternal life on earth, and it begins now. When he becomes our father, who? the maker of heaven and earth, he takes responsibility for us. He's a father like no other. He takes care of our bodies. He takes care of our souls. He takes care of our finances. He takes care of everything that pertains to us. Why? Is he obligated? No. Because he genuinely cares and he loves us. It's because God so loved you. It is because God so loved me. There will not be a single area that will go untouched by God if our spirits are in his family as his very own. God is speaking to us today. If you are his child, if you are in the family of God, know that you can't see everything that happens, as Jesus said, when you see the wind go by. Do you know where it comes from? Hey, I'm you know, right now coming from this direction and I have hands and feet and you see me flying with wings? No. We see that it is windy because we see things flying. We see leaves flying. If it's forceful, we can see branches flying. If it's even more forceful, we can see cars flying. If it's very windy, depending on the strength of the wind. But can you see the wind itself? No. You can see which way it's going by the activity. This is how it works in the spirit man. When God causes the awakening in a person's soul, where the soul is born into the kingdom of heaven, all of a sudden things start changing. All of a sudden they see, and a lot of times I've heard from people, when they become born again, the Bible says, born into the family of God, all of a sudden they see everything different. All of a sudden they say, everything looks different. The trees look different. The, you know, everything around them looks different. Their life looks different. There's a change that takes place on the inside. All of a sudden they're able to see that which they never saw before. Before they saw death all around. Now they're seeing life all around before, it was dullness and sadness. Now, all of a sudden, they have this joy. See, you can't see your soul being a baby born 
You can see that there's no birth certificate inside. <laughs> oh, born into the kingdom of God. Bling, there's a birth certificate from heaven before you that you can frame. No. But you know something. Something has happened inside of me. All of a sudden, our walk is different. All of a sudden, our talk is different. Everybody thinks that you've gone a little cuckoo because they don't know what has happened. But you know what? Just like how the wind is blowing and the leaves are flying, we are flying. We are flying. They just don't know that you are experiencing something that they have not. And as you're in the house of God, God is saying this. Just like you can't see which way the wind is blowing, but you know what you've experienced on the inside, you have. God says, that which God has for you, which God says is coming to you, you can't really see. But you know one thing, if he says he's coming to you, you need to be waiting by the door. And you need to say, Lord, I know. I know your word has been given. And I'm going to be there by the door. Every 10 minutes, every 15 minutes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You said you're bringing it, you're bringing it, you're bringing it. And I believe. Whatever your need is, whether it's for your physical healing, whether it's for your emotional healing, whether it's for your mental healing, whether it's for your spiritual healing, I ask one question at this hour. Is your spirit man connected to the family of God? Has your spirit been born into the family of God or is it dead? Has it been quickened by God Almighty? Do you have life on the inside? If you do, then whatever concerns you, concerns Him. Your body, your finances, your family. When you say, oh, my elbow hurts, even before you can pray, God sees it and He cares about it. Whatever you need in your soul, God sees it and He cares about it. God cares about you. The Father who feeds the birds of the air, He cares about you and He says, Eternal life begins right here, right now. And if you belong to the family of God right here, right now, He will take care of you royally. He will provide for you spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, relationally, financially, in every way. There's no want to those who fear him. Those who place their trust in him and say, Lord, I hear this today. That just like the direction of the wind, you can see by the acts of the wind. Lord, I have seen your work by all the testimonies I've heard. I want the wind of the Holy Spirit in my life. I want to experience that too. Lord, I want you to carry me. I want you to do something inside of me so that I too can see the other side that's there, the realm of God, that I too can see, feel, experience that life right here, right now. I don't want to be someone who misses out the most important thing, which is the realm of God, which my sensory organs cannot enter in. I can't enter into that supernatural realm through the human body, but I can through my spirit. 
when the Spirit of God touches the spirit of a person. And he unlocks their eyes, unlocks their ears, unlocks their sensory organs. They have access to the realm of God. And when you have access to the realm of God, you have access to everything that God has for you. Emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, relationally, in every way. And the joy that comes from God is the joy that the world cannot give, the world cannot. You know, some people are happy when they eat. And after that, what happens? The same depression is back. The anxiety is back. Problems are back. Some people are very happy when they go with their friends. After that, what happens? The problems are there. The problem of the soul is still there. The disease of the soul is still there. Oh, Nicodemus, even though he was a ruler of the synagogue, he had a problem, obviously. And he came to Jesus by nighttime. No matter where you are today, whether you are in the family of God, or you want to come into the family of God, God says one thing. What I did for Nicodemus, I'll do for you. What I did for Nicodemus, I'll do for you. You come for one thing, but I give you something that you never knew of. When you come to God, that's what he does. He shows you that which you've never seen. He causes you to experience that which you've never experienced. He lavishes his love upon all those who come to him. Even a Nicodemus. How much more to each one of us here? God is here to show his power. Are we listening? We pay more attention to the weather channel. More attention to it than to what is happening in the spirit realm. Do you know that the angels of God are ascending and descending in this place? Do you know that Jesus Christ is walking in this mist, in the midst of us? Many, many times I see that during worship. I see the Lord Jesus Christ walk. Only when our spiritual senses are open can we see. Many of you here have smelled distinct sweet aroma. Smells that you have never smelled anywhere else. Out of this world, sweet perfume. Many of you have seen angels also in this place. How is that happening? Many of you have seen some gold oil or something poured. How does it happen? How does it happen? Because God has opened our spiritual senses. Hallelujah. And when you are born into the kingdom of God, the king takes you by your hand and he says, look what I have. See what I have. Do you want this? God is asking you this question. Do you want more? Do you want more? Do you want more? Have you tasted of his glory? If you have, I want to give you more. Shall we all stand up together?